Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here is your host, Glenise. Everybody, this is Glenise Hughes with the Glenise Show, and I am here this week with a very special guest, my sweet friend Debs, all the way over in England, um, which I know is not London. So you know what, Debs, you will have to tell people the name of that when uh, when I stop talking in a moment here, because. I don't actually remember the name of the town, but I know that you live near the sea and I know that you swim in the sea often in when it's warm enough. And of course, I get lovely pictures of that and I'm so grateful for that. So thank you listeners for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for you guys also. Now, the reason that I have invited Sweet Debs onto the radio show is that she has inspired me so much in the last few months of really increasing her level of receiving and really being willing to receive more and more and more and more and more. So much so that it has changed, well, I was going to say so much of your life, but my guess is all of your life, Ms. Debs, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. So just a, a big welcome to Debs for joining us and to share your brilliance. So this week's show is called, What If You Could Receive From Everything? So, Ms. Debs, will you start first by telling people where you're from in England? Okay, so I live in a place called Little Hampton, which is, I'm five minutes walk from the beach, which is awesome. And I am so incredibly blessed to, wow, um, just to be able to be walk by the sea, go into the sea. It's a bit cold now. Um, I was in probably about two weeks ago, um, but it's just still, it's a wonderful place to, to be. Oh, I love it. And what, what, what would you like the listeners to know about you, Debs? Um, okay, so I've um, over, I have sort of over 25 years of learning and finding out and playing with different modalities. Um, and I suppose my frustration over all those years is that I always knew that there was something greater than this reality. Um, and although um, I'd had glimpses of like oneness and no judgment and no separation, which I always knew was possible, I'd always wind up <sighs> feeling, judging myself, I can't do this, this is too hard, like, you know, living in this reality on earth is just too painful. And yeah, I would end up judging myself and that, yeah. It was, it was not fun. Um, having said that, I was, I was able to sustain moments and periods of joy and bliss and really just be, which I now understand was being me, um, but I couldn't sustain it. And so I'd, I'd always wind up ending up feeling wrong. Um, and it wasn't until I came across Access almost two years ago um, that I knew I had to learn it. Um, I knew it was it was a game changer for me. And the awareness I had earlier on in the year was that the reason it was the game changer, I, can't, I knew it was a game changer a couple of years ago, but this year it was, ah, now it's it, access and all of the tools from access, is, it's not functioning from this reality. 
it was something that called to me and I, yeah, I've, I've really embraced it and it's been wonderful. I love that. I love that. And just to clarify for the listeners, in case you're new to my show, what Debs is talking about is access consciousness, which is a, I mean, it's not a modality, but the best way to describe it is a modality. And you can go to accessconsciousness.com to see all of the different classes that are available. And of course, my radio show is full of all the tools and it really is just really pragmatic, simple ways to change whatever isn't working. So, so Debs, tell us how you did come across Access. I'm not sure I even know this. Okay. Um, I was actually, well, one of my businesses, I, um, I sell ladies clothing, um, beautiful Italian ladies clothing. And I was at a, um, an event, which was a wellbeing event, which I do really well at. And, there was somebody doing taster sessions of, of bars and I met this um, lovely lady, Danielle, um, Daniela Holder. And I'm like, wow, I'd, I'd really love to do that. I was really busy and she was really busy. And in the end, I just like, I, I got to have a session and she had two people on the couch. So I was just in a chair and the taster, I just knew straight away, wow, something extraordinary was occurring and I just knew right then I I wanted to to learn the bars and I wanted to do the um the uh, energetic facelift also that was in the March 2016 and how things turned out it wasn't until New Year's Eve um 2016 that I that I took my first bars class and um yeah and I actually uh, my my mother actually she had just um, died in the early November early December, and um, things were really tricky with me and my husband at the time, and everything was just really pretty shit actually. And on the on the morning of my of my mum's funeral, I was I just said to my, to to my husband, look, this is what I'm doing. It would be it would really be great if you did it too. It was just an, an 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 invitation, and I was absolutely gobsmacked when he he said yes. So that was how I got introduced to uh, to access consciousness. Wow, that is so cool, and that's so cool that your husband went with you. Wow, how does it get any more magical than that? I love it. Now yeah. we're talking about receiving in this show, and and you gave us just a little glimpse in that moment of you know you with your husband. But tell us about receiving. What was it like for you before taking the bars class? What what would you say is was your say level of receiving, or what were you not willing to receive? I think receiving before used to be uh, much uh, more one-dimensional. Um, I'd so I'd define money as receiving, and I'd be fighting against receiving. I was aware quite a few years before access that wow, um, I I've got so many points of view about money. Actually, I don't like money, and money's not my friend, and so if money's not my friend, why would it come to me? So I had that awareness way back then. And so it's been a journey. Um, but I probably, I probably before expended a lot of energy not receiving because actually what I've come to realize is actually receiving is ease for me and money is ease for me when I choose it, when I'm not fighting it. <laughs> so things are way, way better. And what else is possible? 
Um, yeah, I, yeah. And I was in so much judgment of me, judgment of money and people had money and yeah. But in terms of receive, I've, I'm, I'm weird in as much that in an, quote unquote inanimate objects have always been anything but inanimate to me. So it's kind of, I can receive from the sea, like being like with the moon or the sunset or a sunrise or nature, but even, which is what I wanted to really say about today, what if you could receive from the concrete, you know, just it's easy. It's maybe people may see it as easier to receive from the trees or the earth or the sea, which I, I do. And what if you could sit on a packed bus or a tube or a train and receive from everyone sitting there from yeah. somebody talking to you from the jewelry that you're wearing, the clothes that you're wearing. Um, yeah. I love that Debs. Cause it really is like everything, everything is waiting to contribute to us. It's just, are we willing to receive from it? Are we willing to be present to receive the contribution? And I love that you use, you know, the, the trees and the ocean and all of that. Cause I think for a lot of, a lot of us, a lot of people listening to this radio show, it's probably been so much more ease to receive from nature and to be out alone and probably even animals, uh, uh, but then it's when we go into the city where there's concrete or there's people talking to us or there's noise or that we then go into the resistance of it and we go, oh, I don't like that sound. So yeah. I will not go to that part of the street anymore because it's noisy. Or, I mean, in my case, and, and if you've listened to different shows with me, people know this, like there was a time that going to London, England and being in that, that denseness of the city and on the tube and all of that, I just, I, I would not do it was, exactly. I would say it was too hard for me. It was too hard on my yeah. body. Yeah. I didn't feel good, but really it's just what you're saying. It's like, I wasn't willing to receive from it. Like what if the, the person on the tube who's talking gibberish to me is actually contributing and what if I don't make it wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, when, you know, to use one of the access tools of, um, interesting point of view when, and when I've been that, and been living it and being that, wow, everything is so expansive and so joyous and so ease. It's just amazing. And everything that I can ask for, it's, if I'm truly asking, it's there. Yes. Now share about the interesting point of view tool. Actually, before you do that, let me run this just because there was some energy on it. So listeners all of the places where you haven't been willing to receive all of the judgment that you've done to the things that you haven't been willing to receive all the judgment of you that you've done because you haven't been willing to receive you all of that will you just destroy and uncreate it all return to sender with consciousness yeah right wrong good bad all nine pupak shorts boys and beyonds and all of the definitions that you have about what you can receive and what you can't receive and what you should receive and what you shouldn't receive and what you need to receive and what you can't whatever all of that is well you just destroy it and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, beyonds. Because as Deb says, what if you could receive from everything? And so the tool that I'm going to get Debs to talk about is, at least for me, and, and I'll let Debs talk about it for her, but for me, this has been like the number one tool to really get me out of the judgment, out of the separation, and into truly receiving from everything. So Debs, will you talk about interesting point of view? Yeah. Um, so it's when anything comes up, um, wow, I just go blank even kind of thinking about it because I'm quite spaced at the moment. <laughs> but it could be somebody's judgment of you or something that you notice you're in the car and somebody cuts you up um, or you're thinking of your money and lack of it or a big bill comes in and it's you just do interesting point of view I have that point of view interesting point of view I have that point of view and it sounds crazy but it just dissipates and it just melts away it's like it's gone yeah and let's let's actually invite the listeners to bring up an energy for themselves and I'm gonna actually get you to run it Debs one because I love your accent uh and two the listeners if they've listened to me before have heard me say it so I would love if you would run it but let's first invite them to bring up the energy of something like you just described like if you've got a big bill come in or maybe there's somebody you're frustrated with or maybe you uh looked in the mirror this morning or got on the scale and you're upset about that like just bring up the energy of just one thing in particular and really intensify it, like really bring up that judgment or that wrongness or that uh, whatever that energy is for you in that moment. And then now Deb, Debs, will you run it, you know, maybe, maybe seven or eight times for people while they, while they kind of bring up that energy with it. Okay. So bringing up the energy, whatever that is for you, interesting point of view. I have that point of view. <sighs> and breathe it out interesting point of view I have that point of view hmm interesting point of view I have that point of view interesting point of view I have that point of view interesting point of view I have that point of view interesting point of view I have that point of view notice it's getting lighter is it getting lighter it is for interesting me. point of view. I have that point of view. Actually, I have a really interesting um, story about when you said getting on the scales. It was really interesting. I'd just done my first foundation. That was in May 2017. And I got on the scales. And I'm like, what? Oh, no, it wasn't an interesting point of view. It was who does that belong to? But it was still an interesting point of view. And I'm like, who does that belong to? And I jumped on the scales again. And I swear to God, I was. it was two and a half pound less. I'm sorry I jumped in with um um, whatever I just said that's brilliant I love that though I really love that and I want to go to back to that tool but yeah run interesting point of view just a couple more times just and and listeners you can bring up that energy again yeah interesting point of view I have that point of view perceiving the space Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. 
That's awesome. Thank you, Debs. And I, for some of you, and I know for myself, because uh, I was actually doing it on something also, uh, that like probably by the fourth or fifth time that I couldn't actually remember what I was doing it on, which I think is just such yeah. a freaking awesome tool and use it all the time, guys. Even if you're just in traffic or you're at home watching TV or you're out in the garden or you're swimming in the ocean, like interesting yeah. point of view, I have that point of view over and over and over will assist you to receive even more and more and more. So Debs, yeah. will you talk to them about the who does it belong to tool? So I think this is also a really important one in terms of receiving. Yeah, because you asked me what receiving was like before. And I mean, now my awareness is I was covered in so much crap that I'd taken on from other people that I'd really bought as mine and when I asked the question who does this belong to it was like well it's not mine but it sure feels like mine and so when you when you buy the lie of somebody else that's why it never kind of really clears because you can do all the processes, you can have therapy, you can have healing sessions and all sorts. Because it's not yours, you can't clear it because it's not yours to clear. So when it's when you get, hmm, hey, that's not mine. So return to sender with consciousness attached, which is awesome because it goes back to the original whoever it was, and it might often not this lifetime. And so it just goes back to return to sender. And it's so freeing because, and I will talk about this as well. Um, I had a really, it was such an epiphany. <laughs> I was um, struggling about, oh, it was about June last year. And um, it was just, I had kind of funky energy and I was like, what's that? What is this? And I just actually had a swim in the sea and I came back and I was in the shower and I just started to giggle. And I'm like, wow, I had the awareness. None of this is mine. None of it has ever been mine and none of it ever will be mine. And it was, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is brilliant. And I know that there's some of you listeners that might be like, that's impossible. It has to be mine. It's in my head. It's in my body. It's in my bank account. It's on the scale, mm -hmm. but truly none of it is yours. So no. everywhere that you've bought and sold that all of that crazy is yours. It has to be yours. It must be yours. We just destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Whew, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but box shorts, boys and beyonds. And the other one that I wanted to run with regards to interesting point of view is what energy, space and consciousness can you and your body be to be the interesting point of view with ease and joy and glory for all eternity? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, but box shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. I love that. And I love that. And I love that you got on the scale and it was down like from a moment before. I know, right? It doesn't belong to. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, this is, I was so, I was like, what? What? This, this is not right. Yeah. This is not mine. 
Oh, that's awesome. So with regards to receiving Debs, what would you say is the area um, maybe that you've noticed the, the most difference with increasing your receiving? And, and maybe there isn't one area, but is there an area that you could, could share with us with, that have, you've noticed quite an increase of change with your increase of receiving? Um, I... It's kind of everything. Like I think I said earlier that everything has been before was very one dimensional, whereas now it's kind of glorious technicolor and multi-dimensional receiving. I mean, money is definitely much more ease and, and I can still choose, you know, um, not as well, you know, that which is <laughs> yes. yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, you know, um, but it's, honestly everything and that joy I'm I sort of describe I can be like a tsunami of joy and I can also suck the energy out of a room kind of (laughs) really dynamically (laughs) but it's kind of yeah there's a there's a lot of all or nothing and you know with me personally how 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 I am how I be um but everything just uh, everything is so much more ease and but what I've really noticed is when I really choose it when it is truly my ask and I really choose it it's it it's there and it's there and especially when it's not so defined it's just like yeah more of that energy to show up um like an example we were in cyprus on holiday um last month and we played tennis and uh we're trying to find a tennis court and the one that we used to go to we got there and they're resurfacing the court so we can't go there and we just turned up to this other place and last year it was all locked up and we didn't get in this year just as we turned up there was um a couple there with their daughter and they she was having a coaching lesson and the um tennis coach Cypriot guy a really nice guy he was and he said oh can I help you and I said oh can we play on another court and he said yeah of course we're here for an hour he said um you obviously like to play tennis and uh, he said it's a shame I'm going on a tennis tournament for 10 days to Nicosia and I said oh I said well you never know you might just want to um give us the key to the court and he said okay so we got the court, uh, the the key to the court. Like it was just <laughs> you just ask and and did I have any idea of that's what I was asking? Not you know not. So it doesn't have to be that you're you've got to have it all your ducks in a line and if that's the right phrase to use, it doesn't have to be so defined. In fact, if it, it is defined, it kind of. It, it limits everything. So I had no idea. So it's almost like you, you're asking, and what if it showed up way better than you could ever imagine possible? Yes, yes. And I love that, Debs, you know, that example, because one thing I want the listeners to to look at for themselves, because this is, you know, I, you told me this story a little while ago, and I just I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Now, in my world, I would be much more likely to do it now. However, there would have been a time that I had never asked that question, even though I know you weren't maybe specifically, I'm going to ask this and he will give me the keys, but you just put it out there. Yeah. I wouldn't have asked that because I didn't want to know. 
you know, I was so afraid of receiving a no. And that's one thing that I, you know, I look at you and everything that you're choosing and creating is that you'll receive the no. Like you're, you're okay. You don't make it about you. You don't make it wrong. You allow the person to say no, if it's a no for them. So then you're much more willing to ask forever, whatever it is, and not have it as specific as you had just got, you know, walked onto the court, you were going to be able to play tennis, universe, I'll have more of this. And then, you know, it ended up with a, hey, you could leave us the keys. And he's like, hey, sure, I will. Like, it's that magic, all of those pieces together, if you're willing to receive the no. So anywhere that any of you aren't willing to receive a no, so much so you don't even ask for what you would like. Will you destroy it, uncreate it all? Ooh, and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put up shorts, boys and beyonds. And Debs, have you always been willing to receive a no? Or has this been through this uh, using the tools? Well, actually, as you said that, I'm like, wow, I hadn't even acknowledged that or even looked at that. It was kind of, I just assumed he, well, if you don't ask, you don't get <laughs> Yes, it's is so my true. <laughs> and actually that's really interesting because I think my mum would like be those who ask don't get and that was oh. it's really funny because I'm like that's not my point of view at all it's like hey you know it's the sometimes you it's to it's not even being audacious it's kind of why not what's the worst thing that can happen they can say no yeah yeah and yeah, I suppose it's not making it significant. Yeah. Like if it's a no, it doesn't matter. And what would it take to say, you know, to ask that if I don't know, I, I needed somebody to um invest money into a business I wanted to start, or what I, you know, it's maybe then I would not be so keen to just ask <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. And what would that what would yeah. it take? Yeah. And that's where we go back to interesting point of view, right? Because there's no yeah. difference between asking for the keys to a tennis court or asking for a million dollar investment in your business or asking for, uh, you know, a swim in the sea. Like there's no yeah. difference until we put the significance on it. So yeah. all of the significances that you've put on your asks that make sure you don't ask them so you don't receive them so you can fit into this reality. Will you just start and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, I know one area that you've changed totally, magically, amazingly, phenom phenomenally is your marriage. In can you just tell you know tell the listeners what it was like and and where it's at now? Wow, um, it's we've we've been through such a lot and um we really chose each other like 20 years ago we we've been together 20 years we've been married it'd be 14 years this November and it's there was there's a magic kind of between us and then a lot of that got really lost and got complicated and a lot of judgment and bickering and just not fun and yet I was still too choosing choosing it it's kind of you know this it, it was still true for us to be together if that makes sense or I was still choosing it but it got to some really dark and I just thought you know I I can't do this anymore um and then this year, I just, I just made the demand that this changes. 
you know, I don't care what it looks like. I'm, I'm done. Um, and, and having no point of view how, how that showed up. So really being willing to lose everything, just put it all on the line. Um, and then when it all just, when it all came up, just being space and really using the tools and really being present in the face of, um, I don't even know how to, yeah, not, not jumping into his, his world and trying to make it right and trying to make him feel better. I was choosing for me and ultimately for us, because who am I to think I'm the best thing since sliced bread for him and vice versa. And actually, Glynny, so I remember um, the first time I met you was almost a year ago. It was the um, Halloween last year at um, uh, London. Demon. Demons aren't a girl's best friend. Yeah. And I remember asking you a question. And I was like, well, you know, if we were to break up, it would just be a tragedy. And I remember you saying, well, yeah, it sure will, if that's what you're putting kind of out there. And for so long, it was, I was... I was going into the, um, yeah, all the dr- trauma drama of that. Yes. But once I made that demand and once I was really clear and like all the shit came up and the shit hit the fan and whatever happened, happened. And it's just, but I maintained space and I maintained, you know, to be the invitation for what else is possible. And wow, I could never have imagined what would happen. And it has just been <laughs> amazing. And it's like, being together for the first time like the first time we fell in love and yeah and what else is possible and yeah it can it's it's nothing's perfect right yeah um, no then there's a few it, pieces I want to speak to that in there Debs can I do you have sure. some more to say you're okay okay um so one thing that you said and I really would like everybody to be aware of this is you know, it didn't matter if it ended or if it stayed together. Like when you got to that point and made that demand is you were actually willing to lose it. And that is when then relationships can change. Now, I'm not saying they'll always change the way yours has. It might be that it does end. So yeah, absolutely. You have to be open to both, but you also don't have to, um, or you know, don't have to, but the more that you're willing to lose something, the less space for possibilities is there. Because like you say, when, when we first met each other and you talked about it, it was like, it's going to be the worst thing ever. Then there was no space for it to change. There was a lot of thinking about it and uh, distracting yourself with it, but there was no space to change. And ultimately you would have eventually had to end it based on that. And then it would have been traumatic, you know, whereas as once you were willing to end it and you were willing to have, you know, no point of view about it, it also gave him the space to choose. And that yeah. to me is something that, that a lot of people don't really honor in themselves and in a relationship, because if you're always going, well, it has to look like this, or it needs to be like that, or they have to act like this, or I have to act like this, there's no space for possibilities. Whereas if you're just as happy, um, you know, with, with being with them as though they're just there for that moment, they might not be there tomorrow, they might just be there, you know, whatever that is for them. It's like that just allows so much more space. And then yeah. This is often what I see is what you guys have went on to create is pure magic together that, like you say, it's better than it was when you got together. Yeah. 
that to me is huge. And the other piece that I wanted to say to or speak to is you said, um, you know, I was choosing for me and, and for us. And this is such a big piece that uh, in relationships that I see, because a lot of times when we first start studying access consciousness, we get the sense of like who we actually be and that we don't have to be taking care of everybody like we had been. So we kind of go from what is called in access, the kingdom of them, which means we're always more interested in them and how they're doing. And then we go to the exact opposite of the kingdom of I, and everything comes about what I choose and I'm choosing for me. God damn it. I've choosed for you long enough. This, you know, we go really into this space of kingdom of I, which kingdom of them and kingdom of I are similar. They're, but they're like both polarity, doing, isn't it? Exactly. Whereas it's the kingdom of we in a relationship. And I mean any relationship, not just a marriage, but a relationship with your boss, a relationship with your siblings. It doesn't matter. When you're, when you're operating and choosing from the kingdom of we, it's not about what creates the most for one person. It's about what creates the most for the relationship. What is, what is that? So it isn't about going, well, I know that you don't like when I travel across the country without you, but I'm going anyway, God damn it, because I'm choosing for me. It's going, hey, what will actually create the most? And you might get the sense that traveling without them is going to create the most in that moment, and you do it, and, and you talk to them, and, and you tell them what they can hear and all of that stuff. But it's never about one person if you're truly operating from the kingdom of we. So anywhere that you've been operating from the kingdom of them, or from the kingdom of I, will you guys just all destroy and uncreate it and return it to sender with consciousness? Ooh, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere you've judged kingdom of them or kingdom of I, we just destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the kingdom of we with total ease and joy and glory? for all eternity. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop-up, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, so what are some of the tools that you used with that, Debs, in terms of shifting and changing um, your level of receiving within the marriage? Um, I, I mean, I use a lot. I don't know if this is a tool per se, but, you know, barriers down and expanding out. Um, and just being the allowance and what space do I must I occupy in order to be an allowance of all of this? Um, yeah, that. Thank um, you. You just invited me to some some extra space. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was like, whoa, whoa. So thank you for that question. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and um, and you know, you know, for the for the longest time, and maybe this doesn't correlate to what we're actually talking about but it struck me earlier or very early on in our conversation here that with receiving I'm I I do wonder um what what people you know what does receiving mean to people because maybe they are aware that they receive a lot or maybe they believe they don't receive anything or is in actual fact they could be receiving so much more if they acknowledged it Oh, brilliant, Debs. Absolutely brilliant. Can you speak to acknowledging? So in case anybody, the listeners aren't familiar. Well, acknowledging is just amazing in, because I was, I became aware before access, 
and actually it was you, Glenice, who really um, educated me and, and told me about acknowledging because actually one of the most difficult things for me to receive was acknowledgement. And yet I kind of, it's not that I craved it, but I knew that I required it but I would fight against it because it was so hard for me to receive. Like I can remember doing workshops, geez, 20 years ago, and somehow I would always be the last to receive. But when I received it and I received so much acknowledgement, I literally, it sounds really dramatic, but I, I just fell to the floor and I was just in a heap. I was crying, I just couldn't receive. Or it was so, yeah, it was really, really difficult to receive. Um, so acknowledging for me has opened up receiving for me totally because I'm aware that the gifts and the potencies, the capacities that I have, that if they're unacknowledged, I use them against me. And so that was stopping everything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So everywhere, any of you listeners are using them against you and you're not acknowledging your capacities, your brilliance, all of it. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put back shorts, boys and beyonds. And anywhere that you've decided that acknowledging is... Um, like bragging or it's wrong or that if you're acknowledging you have to tell the world you have to post it on facebook well you just destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good bad online put box shorts boys beyonds because acknowledging is you know a phrase we use in access just for me just for fun never tell anyone you don't have to let anybody know you just acknowledge for you and um Debs, can you tell people how you would do that? Like, what, what does that look like for you? It could be um, what I've chosen, like with, with, um, with the marriage and with um, the, relation, the relationship. It's, wow, I made that demand. And, and also acknowledging that I've never, despite, years on I've lots of personal research in very different like I've said earlier different modalities and I've never given up and I've never quit and even though I was telling myself you know you're a useless piece of shit and you know you always give up and you never do this and and all of that rubbish when I actually get to the and that's a lie first of all but when I can acknowledge wow what I've chosen and what I've continued to choose and the contribution that I be. Wow. And the, and what I've received from that and yeah. And the universe just wants to acknowledge you and allow you to be who you truly be. And Hey, what's not to love really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And one of the things uh, we were talking about today, I'm in, a, I'm on day three in a foundation here in Canada, and um, we were talking about like acknowledging yourself, like getting in the habit of it. And in a previous class, there was a, a couple that talked about how they had implemented what they were calling a brag book. 
So at the end of the day, they each write out five things to brag about from their day, just to start getting into the acknowledgement, because we're pretty good at the end of the day, knowing what we didn't do right and how we failed and all that crazy and wrongness. But it was just, it's just a way that they got into the habit of acknowledging what they created that day. And because they're both, you know, studying access consciousness and they're in a sense on the same page, they do share it with each other. But this is something I truly suggest to you, but just for you, just for fun, never tell anyone, unless you have somebody who you're aware they can receive it and receive it every 10 seconds. So you don't want to assume somebody can receive it all the time, but just know that you're the only one who needs to acknowledge you and you're truly, you're the only one who can So just playing with that. And if you're not sure, you know, you can even be asking like universe, show me, show me the magic I be with money today so that you can get a sense of what to acknowledge with yourself with regards to money. Because again, you're probably pretty aware of how you've messed money up in the past, but there are capacities, there are abilities, there are things to acknowledge. So if you just start asking what, what that is, you'll get a sense of it and then you can write it in your brag book. So everywhere you haven't been willing to acknowledge yourself so that you stay wrong, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to center with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put up shorts, boys and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to continuously acknowledge you with total ease and joy and glory for all eternity? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we just turn and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put up shorts, boys and beyonds. So, Debs, what would you say looking over the past year, two years, like, in, in up-leveling your receiving, what's been the most difficult thing for you to receive and how, how do you change that? Uh, I think, um, well, in the, in the past, it has been ag- acknowledgement. Mm. And I think now it's... Yeah, it it is my capacities, uh, my potencies, and who I be, and and the difference I and the difference I be, the the contribution I be. Um, it's remembering that. It's yeah, be being that. I'm not sure if I've answered that your question. Yeah, no, it totally is. Like, because yeah, I get it. There's, there's that acknowledgement and really receiving the greatness of you that for most of us, we weren't ever gifted that. And it wasn't that our family was out to make us wrong. And some, some were, I get that. But a lot of families, it was just from the place of like bragging is wrong or talking about yourself or thinking you're great at something is wrong. So mm-hmm. they wanted to kind of keep us out of that. They didn't want us to be judged. They didn't want us to go to school and say, oh, I'm really great at math because that would be wrong. And then we'd get judged and they were trying to protect us. So they made sure we never said how great we were. So it is, yeah. it is a whole receiving absolutely to say, actually, I really am. I really am great. And so was everybody else. Yes. And also how like, you know, double D, definitely different. <laughs> and actually turning it up rather than because I've been judged and I've judged myself. And I, you know, the whole, this reality is just judgment, judgment, judgment. Um, that, oh, you know, you shouldn't be so sensitive and blah, blah. 
and have and in order to cope way back when it was just in the end because I was quite out there and then I would just be judged so and make myself wrong and so then I would contract so for me the um the learning for me the continual learning for me is rather than because it's so easy just to contract it's just to expand out which is ease for me but actually turn it up turn up the difference turn up the outright you know the outrageousness or, or whatever it is or the fun or the joy because the more joy I be you know I got to be aware that maybe people aren't going to like that and so what <laughs> you know I love that and so what <laughs> you know some will some won't so what so let's let's like what like a pragmatic what does that look like if you're in a restaurant with some friends and you're aware that the table next to you doesn't love how much fun you're having and doesn't love that you're laughing like when you talk about turning up what does that actually look like what do you actually choose I'm a, I'm interesting point of view. It's like, hmm, interesting. They're, you know, whatever they're thinking is whatever they're thinking. And yeah. And hey, I'm having fun. Nice. Nice. And, And it's the invitation that, hey, you could, because often there's, well, it's like a jealousy or it's a, I wish, I, I don't even know what that is. I'm aware you know, sometimes your awareness can just, there's so much in the mix, isn't there? Um, I would endeavor to be the, the invitation to, Hey, what are you choosing? It's not kind of fuck you, but it's kind of, and if it needs to be, it's that also. Yes. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's not, yeah, it's not being rude. It's just like, who cares? Yeah. It's, It's like, Live a little or, hey, live a lot. <laughs> I think that should be like your, your, um, your signature line. Hey, live a little or a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, don't do that because that would be terrible. That would be horrible. You can't do that. No. Yeah, and it is. It's like you say, you're no point of view and you're not stopping your awareness that they're, they're judging you. You're no point of view about it and you're not going to change for them. So it's like they can either join you and, and live a lot or they can stay in their shit about it, but that's totally up to them and you're not pretending that they're not judging you. Because to me, that's the whole piece of it is aware of it, not judging it, not dull you down because of it and aware of it. And it's just and that another, continuous yeah, cycle. Yeah, and another um, piece of I think for me is also not proving it, not going into then <sighs> turning it up and proving I'm having such a good time. Well, I'm not really, but I'm going to prove to you. You know what I mean? It it ticks over into something else, which, you know, I've experienced, you know, we've kind of been and done it all, eh? (laughs) You sounded Canadian for a moment. Oh, I know. I'm I'm biomimetically mimicked or whatever it is. (laughs) I know. I only have to be with somebody with an accent for like half an hour and I'm already talking like them. (laughs) That is awesome. Oh my gosh. So doesn't have to be related to receiving or anything, but right now, what is the, what is the number one tool you're using 
Well, my number one is, and I'm not even sure, is this a tool that when it is barriers down and expanding out for me, it is. It totally is. Yeah, that's my go-to all the time. And then what energy, space and consciousness, you know, I'll make up a, like what Mm. energy, space and consciousness can me and my body be to be the orgasmic energy I truly be for all eternity, which I see as really nurturing joyous contributing gifting and receiving kind of all at once and kind of yeah yeah Um, so anything that doesn't allow you guys to be that we just run and create it all right wrong good bad online put fuck shorts boys beyonds now we've only got a few minutes left but what i would like you to do because you talked about barriers down and expanding out and i would like you just to uh, just take them through what that would be like. So um, I'll get them. So listeners, just bring up the energy of maybe somebody that you have a hard time spending time with. Like you don't maybe like how they treat you or they don't like how they act or you don't like, like you're not maybe receiving from them as much as you could. And so uh, Debs, would you just walk them through what barriers down and expanding out with a person like that would be like? Okay. So, um, so you have that person or that experience in your awareness. And so right now, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. And if you have to really force any barriers down, just whatever it takes, make that demand that the barriers go down and then expand out into the room that you're in, the building that you're in, the state or the um, we'd say county in England or province that you're in um, and the country and then across all the ocean to expanding out to the earth and then beyond further than you've ever expanded out before a zillion miles in all directions and then get the Perceive the space barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. So what energy, space and consciousness can me and my body be to be the orgasmic energy energy I truly be for all eternity. Anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, put, shorts, boys and beyonds. That's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And the more that you be that space, the more that that person won't affect you anymore because it's the barriers that they, that we have between us and them that becomes really scratchy. So if you're willing to be the, the, what I call the most uh, conscious person in the room with your barriers down, there's so much more receiving there's mm-hmm. so much less judgment. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Um, and also, I, I just ask the listeners, um, what does receiving mean to you? And what do you mean to receiving? And what if receiving was as natural as breathing? Yeah. Yeah. 
So anywhere you wouldn't acknowledge how natural receiving is for you, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's one thing uh, that I hear a lot of people say. They just say, oh, I don't receive. I'm horrible at receiving. And, and I really, if that's been something you've said or you've thought, just really check in if that feels true for you. Because if you can you know, be with an animal or out in nature and just go like, ah, I promise you can receive. You are receiving. You probably are receiving more than 50% of the population. It's just that every time you say I can't, or I don't know how, or I'm not, you're making that so. So it just goes back to the question, even the question that Deb was saying, you know, what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the orgasmic energy you truly be? Or you could say to receive everything with total ease and joy and glory, like asking those what energy, space, and consciousness questions will absolutely exponentialize your receiving. So awesome. All right, Ms. Debs, if people would like to get a hold of you, how can they reach out to you? How can they connect with you? Um, they can um, email me at this point. Um, website's still kind of not happening at the moment. And I know it was, uh, yeah, if they, if, if people feel called and called to contact me and have a session, um, and receive more then Hey, I'd love to play with you. Nice. And what's the email address they can get you at? Uh, debs.putt at gmail.com. So D-E-B-S dot P-U-T-T at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining the show and sharing your brilliance. I am, I know I'm receiving way more than before we started this show. So thank you for being me too. Thank you so much, Glenice, for inviting me. I, you are amazing. And wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you listeners. I, I invite you to receive more than you could never imagine receiving and more. Mm. And more. I love it. And more. And more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. yes. And if any of you didn't get the email address, you can go to my webpage. I've been calling it my blog. And one of the gals in the class today mentioned to me, I don't know what you mean when you send people to your blog. And I realized that I have been calling it a blog, but it's actually not called that on my webpage. So I apologize, listeners. You can go to my webpage and on the top banner, it says radio show. And each radio show has its own link. So if you click on it, we'll also have a link to Deb's email address. If you'd like to reach out, you can tell her, you know, how much you love the show or like she says book a session or chat with her and of course you don't have to be in her town in England for a session so just reach out say hi ask her whatever you'd like to and uh yeah I mean yeah. I wonder what it would be like to exponentialize your receiving uh and how much Miss Debs could contribute to that so awesome thanks so much for listening in guys and I look forward to chatting with you next week Thank you for making The Glenice Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.